get ready to start here. Okay. We'll be quiet. Everything paranormal. Para X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. This is Heidi. And this is Stephanie, and it is a Trio Tuesday, and we have... Hi, I'm Kristen. There she is, (laughs) the original trio. (laughs) The original trio of the Gathering Radio Show is back for tonight's show. So, yay. Super exciting. It is super exciting. How are you, Kristen? We were trying to decide remember when the last time was you were on the show because for a while you were you were on like every month or every other month or and then we had some tech issues and oh I don't know life just crept up on us but now you're you're back for tonight so it's exciting yeah yeah I had some we were a a one car family for a minute and that was kind of making things hard but yeah I'm well I'm just coming back from having done Paganicon in the Minneapolis area here, and that's always a great time. And yeah, how are you, ladies? Very good. Very busy. Mm-hmm. We are for sure. Yeah, we are good. Yeah. Tired. You know, it. it um, I was telling Heidi before the show. I I I have this pair of owls, Kristen. I'm sure you know, but you're all on my Facebook page, mm-hmm. so you know. Mm-hmm. But they've she they have nested on the island in the lake this year so i mean once the ice is too thin to walk on i can't visit them anymore so i've been going over there every day no matter how tired i am you know but mm-hmm. and i learned today that the ice is still super thick you know there was someone there and i said how 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 thick do you think this ice is and they said oh we just measured and it was like 18 inches in one hole and 16 inches in the other and i said and how many inches to walk on and they said four so you're going to be okay for at least another week and a half. And I'm like, oh, thank heavens. <laughs> I need to get my yeah. daily dose. But <laughs> but it's a ways to walk. And after you've been working all day and walking other places and taking, dot, you know, puppy for walks and stuff, you know, I'm tired by the end of the day. Oop-ta. But it's good for me. It's really good for me. Yeah. Nice. Nice fresh air. Yeah. Yeah, today was my first day off. I was hoping to get out. I thought it would be warmer. It wasn't. It was cold. and yeah. Actually, here it was snowing. So that was loads of fun because, yeah, all that. Yeah, I was teaching Reiki this weekend, uh, the master level this weekend. And that is that just warms my heart to see these oh, wonderful yeah. people going out into the world and doing Reiki for themselves and other people. And it's just, teaching. it's great. But, yeah, it's a, it's a long weekend, though, for sure. So, mm-hmm. but definitely good. Good. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So we've, we've all been, you know, super busy and, um, last, last, well, today really is the first day of the spring equinox. So yes. first full day. Yeah. And it's a new moon today. So we need yes. to set our intentions for the next, for this moon, you know, for sure. Um, but a lot going on, and the energy has been, I found it to be kind of out of control. I mean, I couldn't sleep last night. I, I was in between the sleeping world and the awake world, and 
things kept coming to me and I said, oh my gosh, this is just too much for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just, how about for you guys? Well, I was up all night, but the, it was my fibromyalgia was a big part of it. I'm not surprised though, because I did so much spiritual work packed into one short period and did an Ostara for my cousin, drew down, uh, you know, attended classes and rituals and lectures and had all sorts of wonderful spiritual kind of communion with my fellow pagans. So I did not expect to sleep very well. And I was correct. <laughs> but it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Heidi, how about you? Did you sleep good last night? Yeah, I think I did, actually. Oh, did. Um, I mean, I w got up when Tim got up this morning at around four. And then I ended up going back to bed around six and slept some more, but that's normal for me, you know? So I, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think it was okay. I, I really don't mind a new moon though. For me, that feels comforting right. and, and good. So Refreshing. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, for in my tradition, we do vowing, spiritual vowing at new moons and then what we call the hinge sabbats, which are Beltane and Salon, but a new moon spiritual vows are very important to us. So I have to come up with a vow because it totally got away from me. So now I have to come up with a vow, like before I go to sleep tonight. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so quick. Yeah. yeah. You'll do it. You'll handle it for sure. I will. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of work to be done right now. And I, I can mm -hmm. imagine how busy you ladies are with the work you do because there's uh, just so much. There's so much, and so many people are transitioning uh, so quickly. I don't know if you're finding that. I'm finding that. Mm -hmm. Yep, I would agree. I was just doing some medium work just before the show. I realized, oh, I have to be on the radio in like seven minutes. So I had to say goodbye to my friend, and she had just lost a very dear loved one. And I was very honored to be able to kind of connect with that individual and give her a little bit of information. Mm. Yeah, um, I've had quite a few clients that have had some that have had lot, uh, quite a bit of loss lately. And yeah. yeah, so I would agree. There has been so much loss lately. I know I several people that I work with have lost their moms like in the last three, four weeks. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, it's been one mm -hmm. right after the other. And, and um, my coworker who does the same thing I do, but for our Salt Lake City office, her dad actually just passed away last night. So it's like Julie, who's like, she's the, she's the highest of the leadership here in Minneapolis. She lost her mom a couple of weeks ago. And I was telling her that, you know, Stacy's dad had passed away and she said, what is going on stuff? I said, I don't really know, but it's, it's crazy, you know? So yeah. I just, yeah, you're right. There are just a lot of people passing suddenly. Yeah, it really feels to me like it, there's a, there's significance to it. You know, there really is. I mean, certainly we've had the pandemic, of course, and all of that. But mm -hmm. it seems like a lot of the people who I know are losing, as you're saying, very close family members, mm -hmm. parents, children, brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's really kind of, you know, upset, you know, crazy, scary, you know? I mean, it and can I, be. Well, and I also think the energy is just, just crazy. You know, for example, now the three of us know that when we're together, even when we're together tonight, I probably will have trouble sleeping tonight because, you know, our energy is buzzy when we're together. But last week I was on a, uh, I do these, um, Tokate twice a week deals and Casey and I were a part of the panel on Thursday and that's the it what it is Kristen is we get together and meditate for Tokatai who's um, who's a member of the southern resident community of orcas that we're trying to bring back to the Salish Sea to her parents you know and mm -hmm. so we do this prayer meditation on Thursdays and we did this and I couldn't sleep that night either. And it was just like, I was so buzzed up. And I, re and the next day I texted one of them and I said, Oh my God, did you sleep last night? Oh, it was really buzzy. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> you know, this is just nuts, you know, but, um, yeah, 
usually it doesn't affect i said there's really only a few other people that i get buzzed up like that with and wow you know yeah i think it took us it took me several days to sleep after we did our anoka seance oh yeah Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That was very, very buzzy for me, and I had all sorts of interesting things happening. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I do with you, ladies. I, I expect to have sleep disturbances, <laughs> but it's fine. I mean, it's just because we're powerful spiritual practitioners, right? That's what yeah. I like to tell myself. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, but I think right now this—I think this equinox is like just the, the energy is wilder than I've experienced in the last few years. Don't you guys think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and one of the things too that I've noticed, and I don't know if we talked about this yet, uh, Steph, since the the, um, time change, I've Hmm. noticed my energy was a little weird after that. Normally time change doesn't really bother me. Yeah. Uh, But clients too, I've had quite a few clients say that their energy has been totally off since the time change. And usually, you know, even if you're off, it might be for a couple of days, right? You know, just as you get your bearings. But I've had quite a few clients in the last, you know, week and a half or however long it's been say that they are just still not adjusted. Yeah. Their energy is still off balance. And it started with the time change. I, yes. Now that you say that it, it is true because I have been, I have been really tired and, you know, I think all weekend we really didn't do a whole lot. You know, I really kind of just, I was lazy. I hate to say that, but I was lazy. I mean, I did things too, but I spent a lot of time on the couch, which I don't normally do, <laughs> you know? Well, and that I doesn't mean you're lazy. You just, it just means you're resting. You just have to do you're it. Right. You know? You're but, just not running yourself into the ground stuff. Right. right. <laughs> I know you're right. <laughs> and we allowed. talked about this, right? And we have to schedule weekends that maybe that's what we do. We sit on the couch and read right. or, you know, maybe watch TV or whatever. I mean, you know, I, that's not all I did for sure, but it was very nice to do that. Can I just say, but I'm still, but I do feel tired. Right. And then this whole thing about not sleeping at night because the energy is crazy. And it has been ever since the time changed. You're right. That is crazy. Kristen, how about you? What are you thinking about that? Oh, you know, I I would have to, I think what I'm going to go do is after the show, I'm going to take a look at what was happening celestially at the same time as the time change, because I think it may simply be almost coincidental. There might be something else going on mm-hmm. that kind of coincides with the time change, because what I'm finding is And particularly, too, I have a lot of friends who are diviners, and they are all saying, whoa, there are some very large energies kind of looming and coming in and um, just a lot of a lot of change and a lot of tying up of energies that have been in play for quite a while. Where things are being, we, we've had things both revealed and also, uh, you know, highlighted when we think in terms of everything that's been going on with our government, for instance, things like that. Um, I'm, I, I would not be surprised if there was something that was coinciding with that time change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I assume that that's that it can't just be the time change mm-hmm. because otherwise it would happen every single time, right? So I right. just am not up on, you know, astrology and planets and things like that enough to to speak into it. But yeah, I would assume something else has to be going on because it's been pretty, pretty interesting, noticeable anyway. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, Heidi, when we talked to... um Triana, didn't she say some somewhere in March, April, I don't know what the celestial deal was, but there was something happening that was pretty major because then she said she didn't see a lot going on after that, but it was like that, that whole, whatever was going on. And I didn't, I don't have it in my notes. I was just looking, but I don't have it in my notes. So maybe that is exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. What's been happening. Yeah, that could be. I'd have to go back and and yeah, see what, to... uh, listen to what she said. Um, but yeah, I know she was saying the first half of the year is going to be pretty active. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 
anyway, well, whatever it is, it's getting uh, all sorts of things going, all sorts of energies riled up. And yep. yeah, I've I've got a, a very full schedule coming up because just lots of people contacting me saying that they need help right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I'm getting way more than usual too. And people from all over the world as well, which is mm-hmm. lovely, but you know, I, I hate to see people be in that much need all simultaneously because there's a lot of big energy, but yeah, I'm getting a lot of people will be like, you know, I'm, I'm living in, I don't know, Finland or whatever. And I have this question. It's like, wow, hi, Finland. Like, Mm -hmm. that's cool. Um, And unusual that Mm -hmm. I'm getting people kind of just from everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the, the, what I feel like is that everything is highlighted or ramped up. um, Almost like everything is kind of under a magnifying glass, if you will. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it feels like to me. Like everything is just super juiced. Yes. Yes. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. So fingers, fingers crossed maybe that once we get through this, it'll be a kinder and gentler year. That's what we talked about too. I have those written out. Kinder and gentler. It's kinder and gentler. I was going to say, is kinder a word? <laughs> wow. It's really, I don't think so. It is twister. now. It is now. We <laughs> just invented it. Steph just invented it. <laughs> That's right. I invent words all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, so, okay. So it is the equinox. So I hope everybody got outside a little bit yesterday and today. I know, like I said, I went for a couple of super good walks to see the owls and haven't glimpsed those babies yet, but she was feeding them tonight. So I know they're there. Um, So that's good. So I always feel like everybody needs to get outside on on this day. We did, we always, every Ostara, we do uh, an egg spell. And when I'm uh, having when I'm feeling extra witchy and rambunctious, I will even sometimes dye them red with like beet juice because that's the old school thing to do Mm -hmm. is you take the the symbol of fertility and it's dyed red, you know, for, for obvious reasons. Ostara, Oestra, Estrus, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, And then what we do is in our sacred space, in our circle, we draw on the eggs and we literally we have sacred Sharpies in our coven and they literally are sacred Sharpies because they're used for no other reason, but to be used in spell work and so forth. And uh, so we draw on our eggs with all the different little symbols of things that we want to plant in our lives, you know, because we're planting our gardens, right. And we're blessing our seeds. And even though it's still frozen here, uh, we sometimes start our seeds in little Dixie cups and what have you. And, um, And then we take our eggs and we empower them and then we throw them into a living body of water, which is the old way. And uh, do that to try to manifest those things that we want to bring forth um, in our lives. And so we were able to do that and that's always lovely. And I've had some really good luck each year. If I'm very careful and concise, as we all know, those of us who are spell crafters know that we must be very careful about how we word things when we're doing spell work, right? Mm-hmm. So as long as I have good word hygiene and good succinct thoughts that are well-formed, I usually end up uh, really manifesting some good stuff with that egg spell every year. So we have done that, and that was fun. Awesome. So can I ask what you do after you, after the egg goes into the water, then what? Or if you can't say, that's fine too. Well, that is the releasing of, of the, the spell. Okay. So that then it, it manifests throughout the year. And even though like a lot of times we don't, you know, we say you have to remain silent and not talk about it. The thing is every year we do the same spell. And since we have that regularity with our coven, we've found that talking about it doesn't really have any negative or deleterious effects on the spell. Um, normally we would say don't talk about it until it manifests. Uh, but this is something that is as much a spell as it is a tradition with our coven. And um, and we just juice it up real good, do a really, really energetic power raising, 
send them into the water and they are then left to manifest throughout the years. So, um, yeah, and we had uh, a couple of new students who this is their first time experiencing Ostara with us. One is a wide-eyed newbie and the other one is, I'm so happy. I love it when I get an experienced witch who's just new to what we do, like new to my tradition or my coven. And so I have a new student who's been a witch for 30 years and she Mm -hmm. is just a fount of information. I just adore her for that. And she's also a really cool person. But so we have one gentleman who is new, very new. And then we have the very experienced witch. And so we got to do um, an Ostara with them. And that of course injects new energy into the coven and it's so much fun. And, um, and yeah, so it just kind of, the uh, the eggs were thrown into uh, water. If you look at the origins in Eastern Europe of Pisanki eggs, you will find that there's all sorts of lore surrounding these eggs, and they, of course, represent life and, and fertilization, etc. cetera. And uh, so, yeah, the, the people would, would dye the eggs red and would throw them into a running body of water, as a way of saying, you know, please fertility, please come back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nice. yeah, perfect. I love it. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> that is very yeah, cool. That's very cool. Yeah, we had our um, our meditation last night, the guided meditation, the shamanic tea ceremony for the uh, Ostara celebration, and. It was lovely, and it was extremely busy in the studio last night. It was more, I mean, there's always so many beings and entities and spirits that come for the group, whoever shows up, right? Whoever's there, they there's all these beings that come to support them and help them with healing and release and whatever, you know, wisdom, whatever they need, you know, and, but last night they were really noisy, which was interesting because they, they, um, you, I could, we could hear them fiddle with the, the doorknob to come in Fun. to the studio, the front door. You could hear the doorknob and the door moving as if someone's coming in and out. And then in the reading room that I have, you know, where I have all the stones and crystals and my crystal ball and everything is in there, there were things, it sounded like things were knocking over. And it sounded like things would be picked up and set down. You'd hear noises in that room all almost the whole time, and it was uh, it was very interesting that they were very noisy last night. So it was very busy in the studio with all the spirits. I mean, we had I don't know fourteen or fifteen people, um, and it was. So all these people have their spirits, you know, that come in to help, whether it's their guides or protectors or angels yeah. or, you know, ancestors. ancestors. Yeah. So it was really, really busy. And it was fun because everybody thought this is, this is wild. Like they were hearing this. I mean, granted, nobody was doing anything during the meditation. They, But afterwards, we're speaking into it. And uh, many people heard uh, whispering, people whispering to them. They couldn't understand what was being said, but they heard as if they asked me if it was me. And they said, were you whispering something to someone or anyone? I said, no, I, no, not after the initial uh, clearing and blessing. I, I didn't, you know, I do whisper that behind each person as I'm with them. But other than that, I don't, I wasn't saying anything. And every, I mean, so many people heard someone was whispering and it was hard to pin down where they were. They thought, you know, a few people said they opened their eyes and looked and nobody was moving around. Nobody was talking to their neighbor, you know, as they thought maybe was happening. And so it was just, it was very, very busy last night. Very active. That's always so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's fun when that happens because you know, when we had uh, a new person come last night, a friend said, oh, you got to try this. You got to come. And so she didn't know what to expect. And she said, I'm coming back. I got to come back to this. This is cool. This was neat. And then, of course, there's a lot of people that have been there before that, you know, I've ha- I had people emailing me saying, oh, my gosh, it's full. But can you squeeze me in? <laughs> I don't want to miss it. 
because it's just, it's, it's so neat, you know? So mm -hmm. grateful for spirit showing up like that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, I have to wonder, and it's hard. I've never lived through a pandemic before, obviously. Um, but when, when we were in the depths of that, um, I remember speaking with a lot of my different gods and guides and, you know, I've done some, some psychopomp work and things like that. And uh, the veil was really just kind of permanently rent open for several years because mm -hmm. so many people were passing so quickly. Um, and I have to wonder if something is happening now where the this side and the other side may be moving slightly closer together just in general because there's a lot more spirit activity that mm -hmm. I'm observing um, and that people who are not necessarily even uh, practitioners are, are experiencing as well. So even those of us who are not actively working on, you know, honing those skills or being able to hear or see or feel, um, folks are just kind of freaking out because they're like, stuff is happening and, mm -hmm. and I'm noticing spiritual things that I didn't used to notice. So mm -hmm. that's a, an interesting concept too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it's it is. You wonder how much of it has, you know, with the pandemic has you know impacted the spirit activity, and is it mm -hmm. our new baseline, so to speak? You know, yeah, going forward, or at least for a long time, because I mean we've been in this for three years, long and time. it doesn't seem to yeah. be easing up. So. Yeah. Yeah. It does feel, yeah. It, yeah. I don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, too, another, another thing that I'm noticing, and I know that, that um, well, both of you are, are animal people as well. Um, I don't have any animal companions right now. I love animals, but I don't have any. Um, but animals appear to be picking up with their spiritual activity as well in what I have been able to observe. And I've noticed that a lot more people are talking about having interaction with animals that are in spirit form. Are you guys hearing anything about that? I've had with on both sides of, of what I do with the, I guess the stuff at the studio. And then of course the paranormal, I've had comments like that from people saying, I, you know, I thought I heard, this animal or, and I've had more animals showing up now for uh, Reiki sessions. When I'm doing a shamanic Reiki with people, they'll have mm -hmm. uh, animal guides coming through more often. So I would agree with that. That has changed a little bit. It's kind of stepped up. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you will always have a little bit of that. Sometimes I remember one time I had a Reiki student and it was so funny. We hadn't actually met in person yet. We'd spoken on the phone and he was going to show up to my studio for a class and about 10 minutes before he showed up this huge bengal spirit spirit bengal tiger comes sauntering into my studio and just kind of looks at me like sup you know <laughs> <laughs> like oh okay all right mm -hmm. so you're you're a very large spirit tiger all righty and so i mentioned him to the student when he got there and he said oh yeah he, he follows me everywhere it was just really funny it was it's always so validating when you perceive something and then you have someone say oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. that that spirit is always with me or what have you or I always yeah. see that spirit yeah, yeah. that's cool I had a, a shamanic Reiki session just a I don't know it was a couple of weeks ago and her one of her a spirit animal showed up and I didn't know if it was one of those lifers, you know, one that's with them all the time, or if it was new. And I told her after the session, I said, you know, you had this, this spirit animal show up for you. And I described it and she, she about fell off the table. She said, I saw the exact same thing in the session. And I thought, wow. well, that's cool that, you know, we're seeing the same thing. And I said, are you familiar with it? And she said, no. And I said, well, then it it's here for what you're working on now you know, it's here yeah. to help you on that journey. So how, how fun is that? And she was just, she was almost in tears uh, because of, you know, the fact that she would have dismissed it possibly as, oh, it's just my imagination. I'm just coming up with random things. And then to have me say it 
before she even said anything and she probably wouldn't if I wouldn't have said anything she you know I said that this is with her and she she was almost in tears because she knew it was real yeah yeah I think it's very cool too that that Steph's owls are procreating. I love owls. I love oh. I love all birds of prey, but owls yeah. are just so amazing. Uh, you know, Kristen, they have been with me for way over a decade. You know, and they live close, so they if they're when they're not in nesting season, sometimes they're at my house. You know, we hear them, and then we go outside and talk to them. You know, um, I'm really attached to those two. <laughs> you know, and if I don't see them, I get real worried. Where are they? Where are they? I haven't seen them for a couple of months. You know what I mean? And then they'll show up, you know? So, but yeah, I've seen them have so many babies over the years and so many heartbreaks, you know, they've lost some and because the weather has been bad and whatever and heartbreaking, but beautiful moments as well. And I have the most gorgeous pictures of all the babies, you know? So, yeah, so that's mama and papa and, you know, they're my, they're my all family. (laughs) <laughs> for sure I, I, a lot of cultures see owls as being kind of harbingers of um heavy energy or they see them as being you know um kind of foretelling dark or uh frightening events but i've always found owls to be very positive absolutely i agree and i do think they're they're very supernatural just like you said oh, right really? and so i do think they connect <laughs> with me on that level yeah. for sure, you know? Oh, yeah, no question. I'm there, I like to think, here's what I like to think. I like to think I'm their human. <laughs> oh, human. <laughs> they call me the owl lady over there. Can you even believe it? Oh, it's the owl I, lady is here. Nothing wrong totally with that. I see that. I totally <laughs> see that. If I could, I mean, I love all, like I said, all birds of prey, falcons and eagles and owls. Oh, me too. Yeah. Owls are just, so magical I don't know why I adore them so much but I really do and they're funny too they can be very comical and I love those I love them all I'm just the the bird clan for me I guess but you know what we are two minutes past our half hour mark so we need to go to commercial break so stay with us. This is the Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para X Radio Network. In order for the light to shine so brightly, the darkness must be present. Tune in every Monday at 10 o'clock for Dark Sun Rising on the Para X Radio Network. Heidi, have you listened to The Calling lately? Why, yes, Steph, I have. It's really good. Have you? Absolutely. It's what I would say is a wild and wooly affair. So does that mean it's a wild and wooly Wednesday show? (laughs) Well, I definitely think that that's true. So you know we listen, since The Calling is the sibling show to our show, The Gathering. Listen to The Calling Radio Show with Jerry and Kimberly Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para-X Radio Network. Hi, this is Marla Brooks from Sturm and Cauldron. Thursdays are a great night on the Para-X Radio Network. On the first and third Thursdays of the month at 8 p.m., it's Tango and Friends, hosted by Bruce Tango. And on the alternate Thursdays at 8 p.m., tune in to Stirring the Cauldron, the Archive podcast. Every week at 9 p.m. Eastern, join me on Stirring the Cauldron Live. And then at 10 p.m., stick around for New Aeon Now with Lily Alley, Davron Michaels, and Christine Matza. Finally, to round out the night, join Dr. Kelly Renee Schutz on the Paranormal Encounters podcast. All this, every Thursday, right here on Para-X. Radio show on the Para X Radio Network, and we have our Trio Tuesday tonight because High Priestess 
uh, Kristen Barton is with us, Wiccan High Priestess Kristen Barton is with us tonight, who is a part of our original, our original trio stuff, right? Mm -hmm. The original threesome. Yes. Yep. It's always fun to be back home. It is. (laughs) It's always fun to have you on. Absolutely. I love it. Do you know when, when we did our Halloween show, Kristen, um, Sarge did a, he opened the show up. He did like a combination of what we have now as our opening and the gathering, the gathering, the gathering. (laughs) It was the best thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) We, uh, we still, we still are, are known for the gathering, the gathering, the gathering. Yeah, I remember yeah, that was recording cool. that. It seems like it was so long ago now. Oh, yes. Yes. I know every once in a while, Heidi and I talk about about how we all sat around my kitchen table. We didn't have a microphone. We only had the computer. We were all yep. like, you know, sitting on each other almost, you know. And yes. the first <laughs> recently, recently I, 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 I think it was Jerry who sent me the link to the original show oh my god first of all we talked so slow we talked like (laughs) this and we were so serious (laughs) well it was new I know I know I know (laughs) but it's really fun it's fun and painful to listen to all at the same time because it's like wow I can't even believe you know that's how we were at first, but we were, you know, and, and for a long time, we didn't have any of the cool stuff we have now. I mean, you know, even after, um, you know, we had just had the computer, we didn't have microphones and then we had one microphone, I think that we would all kind of circle around, you know, and then, oh yeah, just, it's crazy anyway. (laughs) (laughs) To think of how far we've come and Sarge has stuck with, with it through it all with through us. the whole thing yes. Sarge is our hero mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure <laughs> he should get an award for dealing he with should. us when we were so awkward <laughs> yes yes but there are still times where I think Sarge deserves an award for dealing with <laughs> some of what oh. we yeah <laughs> should happened. we mail him should we mail him a plaque suitable for framing yeah probably a good idea <laughs> <laughs> you want we're dealing with the ladies of the gathering all these mm-hmm. years. <laughs> yeah. Right? Wild and wacky and, you know, whatever. But, yeah, it's been a fun journey. It's been a fun journey. And I'm really, I'm really, I'm really glad that you come and join us occasionally. You know, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it is a and lot that, of fun. Know, we all keep talking about the seance and how fun that was. I almost think that we should try to get another one together and we then should. do a show around it. We should, Shouldn't we? totally. Yeah, I think, I think should, so. We should all throw some ideas out there between the three of us of where we might, you know, could ask if we could do it and then see if we can find a spot and just do it. I think it would be super fun. That would be Because what was interesting fun. is we all, we all three had the same experiences there. So yeah, we did. And we didn't really talk about it at the time. We did, but not really until we had the show. And then it was like, oh, my God, yeah, remember? And blah, 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 you know? Yep, yep, we all kind of got the same people, and I don't know how accomplished uh, you two are at actual mediumship in the old school sense of, you know, letting a spirit speak through you. Um, I definitely can draw gods and goddesses down and things like that, and I can speak with those who have passed beyond the veil, but I am not a a true medium in the sense of, um, you know, channeling, Mm -hmm. but... uh, I would imagine that at least one of you ladies might have talents in that regard. And if you do not, I'm willing to embarrass myself publicly by trying <laughs> to do that because I have no shame. I don't yeah. know. Anybody who knows me knows that I don't have anything close to a healthy sense of embarrassment. Right. So, uh, right. yeah. So I will make a yeah. fool of myself gleefully. Yeah. Um, no, I think, that might I think... be, yeah, hey. it might be just, you know, funny if nothing else yeah and I think Kristen between the two of us because I can I can do that as well so I think between Mm -hmm. the two of us we might be able to figure something out yeah for sure Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I know that um you know the the three of us were like you were saying we we were having the impressions of the same spirits Mm -hmm. 
at the same right. time. So I know we were all like, we're able to tune in to one another really well. Yes. And what was interesting, I thought, is that it was like there was the spotlight was put out when we started that seance. And it was like all the spirits around kept coming in and they kept coming in through that one area, you know, mm -hmm. and we all saw it. Mm -hmm. We all experienced it. So, yes, I think we need to work on a place and a date and let's do it because that was really cool. And it was really fun for the three of us because we work so well together. Yep. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep, there are so, some very um, uh, active places, aren't there, in uh, St. Paul? Wouldn't, well, you guys do uh, investigations, so you would know. Mm -hmm. yeah. where, it where just depends on the, where we'd be able to get into. Yeah. Yeah. Where they would allow it, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. It's one thing because, to yeah, allow St. an Paul investigation, but quite another to allow a seance, right? Because people get, people get a little freaked out by that, I think. Yeah. You know? Well, I think, too, because we have the training and experience that we have, we're not just going to leave portals, like, open, flapping right. in the breeze either. Right. So yes. there's going to be less chance of any sort of spiritual backlash. You know, some people come in. I know that, that you ladies have seen this, where one of my favorite things to do is heckle paranormal shows. Mm -hmm. Because <laughs> yeah. some of these folks, I mean, some of them are great, right? Yeah. But some of them really don't know what they're doing. And no. I will not name names, but, you know, some of them, it's like, well, close the portal to hell in the basement, yo. Like, why? <laughs> right. Oh, the demon came back. What a shocker, you know. And we won't be doing that. So I think that no. we can kind of help people feel a little safer. Mm -hmm. Well, with regard true, to we're that. Not gonna, yeah, we're not going to do that. But do they know that we have our wits right. about us versus anybody else? So it would probably, in that regard, have to be someone that knows who we are Us. so that they know we're not mm -hmm. going to do something silly. Mm -hmm. So we'll figure it out. We got it. We'll find a place. We'll find a place. I think it'd be fun to do it again. Yeah, I do too. So if anybody out there is listening and you have a place, you might want, you know, the three gathering ladies to come into a seance, please let us know. <laughs> oh, please do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if you need um, or desire for something to be cleared, mm -hmm. we could certainly work out an arrangement. Do that too. To that. If yeah, if you if you're having some activity that maybe is a little bit um, mm -hmm. disruptive, mm-hmm. Yep. Say, ladies. Yeah. Um, talk amongst yourselves. Kristen is going to be going mute for a minute. I'll let you know when I'm back. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sounds good. Well, let's take a minute and we will plug our sibling show. So everyone, listen to the Calling Radio Show tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on the Para X Radio Network. And Jerry is having actor, director, producer, and paranormal investigator Shane Pittman on the show. Um, nice. Yeah, I guess he has a show on Netflix, maybe. And he has had, I guess he's been on the Holter Files too. So he will be Jerry's guest tomorrow night. So tune in at 8 p.m. right here. Should be a fun one. Great. Good. Yeah. Fun Very stuff. Very cool. So, yeah, I think a seance would be super fun. I think we should definitely work on that. Um, see where we can see about a location and get it together and figure it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to work on that. I'm thinking of, you know, just even paranormal locations that we've been to before, mm -hmm. you know, who might be open to, to doing something like that. So, hmm. yeah, yeah. I would like to do somewhere different. It was nice doing it at the the place that we went last time but they were busy doing stuff they were, and people they were, were walking around and <laughs> we did we yep. they were closed and we were surprised at how busy they were with humans and so yeah. that was a little disruptive it was disruptive um yeah i'm trying to think of of places too but yeah well i we'll think between the it. three of us we should be able to come up with something mm -hmm. yeah I'll, I'll think about it um, you know, I mean, we've done seances even. Remember when we used to go to, um, we used to do the show at uh, Anita's house. Mm -hmm. And we used to get, we used to get people coming through there too, or spirits yep. coming through. I mean, they yep. come through anywhere. It really doesn't have to be. Well, a, we could do it at the studio for that matter. We could do know. that. Yeah, because you got a lot of stuff going on over there too. Yeah, we have, well, actually, our I have a spring seance coming up um, in 
uh, next month. It's about a month away. Oh, it's exactly a month away. It's April 21st. I'm doing a spring seance because remember I was doing a Halloween mm -hmm. seance, mm -hmm. right? I've, did, I've done that so you're doing it the for the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so, it was so wild. The one yeah. that we did in October that everybody there said, you've got to do more. You can't just do one a yeah. year. And yeah. so, so I'm going to have a spring one and then a fall one again. And just even last night with how active it was in there with the, mm -hmm. the, the tea ceremony, I'm, yeah, I'm game. So we could do it anytime at the studio and probably have activity. Maybe, well, yeah, that might not be a bad idea. Maybe we could do it before, before you do yours or after you do yours. Mm -hmm. If we did it before, yeah, I would really wrap it up and then I'd be really shocked, right? <laughs> yeah, it might be hard to schedule it before mine. That's only a month yeah. away, but we yep. could do it, you know, after that and see, you know, yeah. get something scheduled. Yeah, for sure. And it would still be in that whole time frame of, you know, Beltane, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's do that. Let's see what Kristen thinks about that when she comes back. But yeah, I think that would be cool. And then we can work on, you know, maybe we can figure whatever. But that's easy. That's easy. And we know we'll get it and we can do it pretty much anytime, right? Yep. Anytime that we have a few hours, you know? Yep. Because we only have to schedule it with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> That makes it easy. Unless yes. we invited a few other people, we could. Yes. You know, I guess it depends okay. on what we want to do. How how big do we want to do it? So Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Are you back? I am back. Thank you. I'm I'm sorry for taking a, a brief hiatus there. Did you have all the fun without me? Oh, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. No, we were thinking maybe we should do a seance at Heidi's studio because that would be easy and we know she's got things going on over there too. Yeah. Oh, most definitely, yes. I would really enjoy that. All right. Um, so between the so between the three of us, you know, we got pretty packed schedules up until what is that like the end of April, Heidi? Mm-hmm. But maybe like the beginning of May or something. We can like even like right around the Beltane-ish time, you know. Well, you know what I was gonna say is that between starting at Beltane and going like towards and then after Lissa, which is, you know, midsummer, mm -hmm. uh, the veil does thin a bit then and we have mm -hmm. all sorts of say activity and yes. lots of things happening like that. So it'd be a perfect time to do it around Beltane actually. Yep. Yep. So let's, we'll throw a few dates back and forth and let's do it. I think that'd be super fun and we'll do everything we did last time. We'll have cameras rolling and, and, voice recorders happening and K2 meters running and see what we can get. Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe we can get a little bit more electronic gadgetry happening mm -hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, Jerry in the chat room said uh, stashes is an oh, option. Yeah. Oh, which is that would be fun. Aren't they that. open late though? Or is it not a... Is um, it a... Is it that bar? That's a bar, right? Well, yes. They, well, it's they, Stanley's. Remember, you and I did a show from oh, yeah. when it used to be the Prohibition okay. Bar. That's not there anymore. They Now it's just a part of the bar. It's kind of like a game room or something. But um, yeah, Stanley's would be a good place to do it too. But the problem with Stanley's there is that they are open and they're open late. It's a bar, right? Right. So we would That's what I'm saying. There. I'm not... I'm not Super feeling the love going into a place at two o'clock in the morning. Either. No thanks. <laughs> we did, no. you know, in fact, we did an investigation there last year, about a year and a half ago, I think they wanted us to come back and, and we did, and we couldn't get in there until, you know, two or two 30. I thought I was going to die. You know, it's one thing if you're on an investigation, but you started earlier and you're there into the night, it's quite another to try to stay awake at home, yeah. you know, and then go there at 2 a.m., you know? Right. Well, that that right. Uh, investigation that we did a couple weekends ago at the hotel, we couldn't go downstairs until the bar, you know, first the restaurant mm -hmm. closed and then the bar closed. Yeah. And so we couldn't get downstairs. And they actually closed it at, I don't know, like 11 yeah. or 12, which was great. But we were able to start upstairs in the rooms yeah. ahead of time. So we ended up staying up until about 4.30, but it was fine because we were going the whole time, you know, mm -hmm. uh, if you have to start at two, that's a, that's a, no, I'm not, I'm yeah. not a fan of that. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm, I'm too old now. <laughs> I am tired. I have to go to bed. We all or, are. Or if we are going to investigate, you know, you start earlier and then you just investigate into the night. That's okay too. But to wait until that, it's just too much for me. Yeah. So 
All right. Well, let's do it. Jerry's talking about the Humbird. Yeah, the Humbird would be fun, but, you know, it's a two-hour drive. But we could stay there. Our place is crazy. Well, I would have to because my night vision is awful, and I will have adventures trying to drive at that hour of the evening. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, let's do it at the studio, and then maybe sometime we can go down there. But, yeah, that would be fun, too, because that is, like, crazy crazy active place that place yeah i'm game to do it at some place like that but that would involve a lot more planning so it would be a weekend i mean it would be like an overnight it would be like a friday or saturday or sunday night or whatever you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. this is easy let's just do easy so we'll do that next we'll come up with a date and get it done um but yeah Kristen. so what else what other things would you like to touch on with us we've got about 10 minutes left Gosh, I mean, I had such a wonderful time with all of my witchy friends at Paganicon. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I really am enjoying having a new iteration of our coven because we've got a few folks who, I mean, we still have um, our initiates who are members, but they have a lot going on in their lives. And so we've had some kind of small, intimate uh, circles that are a lot of fun with, you know, new people bringing their new energies in there. But also just had a wonderful time meeting with all sorts of different witches from all walks of life over this last weekend and really having some wonderful discussions with them and talking with some of our favorite pagan book authors who are there signing books. And, you know, just uh, I love being with my witches. I love being with my people. And since the pandemic has kind of shut down a lot of people's socialization, I had no idea how badly I was missing being with other witches uh, socially. And of course, I love you ladies because I can talk. I might be crazy, but you don't treat me like I'm crazy because if I'm crazy, (laughs) you're crazy too. We're all Um, crazy. Yeah. We're all crazy. Yeah. But, but being able to just talk about those subjects as freely Mm -hmm. as, I was able to do, I, I just, uh, I really, it was, it was good for, for my soul. And I think too, that like we were saying with the energy being as amped up and as wild as it feels, I think that we can look forward. I think this, uh, light part of the year, this, as we're going into the warmer weather and we're, we're in that, that season of sunshine and so forth. I think, I think that we're going to see a lot of very pronounced spiritual activity continuing and to such a degree that I think I'm actually going to uh, begin journaling about that because I'm seeing such an acceleration in my own life. Um, And, you know, just with people I'm speaking with about spiritual activity. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely. And so I'm looking very forward to it. It's always, I mean, it'll wear you out doing spiritual work obviously takes a lot of energy, but mm-hmm. it's also so fascinating. It's endlessly fascinating to me. Yes. Yes. Um, and I don't know, I, since, since um, I've been having a little bit of trouble sleeping, I kind of have turned into a little bit of a YouTube fanatic. So I'm watching all these different videos by all these different people. And some of them are mundane subject matter, but some of them are paranormal or spiritual in nature and I've really been getting into uh, paying attention to some of these stories around um, time slips, alternate realities. I know you ladies do some work with uh, cryptids. That's mm-hmm. quite the rabbit hole to go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been watching all of these different things and just, you know, fascinating subjects about people who, you know, insist that they've kind of slipped into alternate type dimensions and and what have you. Um, yeah, so I think I'm going to be paying uh, further attention to that sort of thing. And I would love, I think it would be really cool sometime when we're um, doing a show where we're doing a lot of interacting with, with listeners, hearing their stories mm-hmm. of strange experiences, because I know they have them. There's yep. so many stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it would be fun. You know, it would be really fun is to do a live show at some point and have an audience, you know, maybe five to 10 people that mm-hmm. have stories that they can tell us on air. Mm-hmm. That would be super fun, you know, yeah. and yes. we could host that. Yep. Yeah, that would, that be- would be cool. We could do that. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, and we haven't yeah. done much of that since the whole pandemic thing since started. The whole so. COVID. Yeah. yeah. So we got to get back into that because we did enjoy that. And we did people that came to the shows really liked it. Like remember that one time was it a Halloween show and we had Wendy Webb on mm-hmm. um, the author and that was super fun. We had terrible audio issues, but yeah, that it was, was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun show, but nobody could hear it, it outside fun. of our yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um Y'all had a good time, though. <laughs> we all had a good time. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Meeting my favorite Minnesota author and, you know, you know, talking with her and stuff. But, yeah, no, it was super fun. So, yeah, I think that's a really good idea. And that's probably something we need to we need to get back at for sure. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, there are some really interesting um, alternate type places that people talk about getting stuck. Have you, um, have you ladies heard about the uh, the stories about something called the back rooms? Does this ring a bell for you? Mm-mm. It is mm-hmm. apparently this is this is the story. Apparently, more than one. As a matter of fact, more than a handful of individuals have stories of having happened into a place called the back rooms and what it is, it actually sounds terrifying. It's apparently a never ending, completely empty, large corporate office building that appears to have no way to get into and out of uh, intentionally. And it is all decorated in like late seventies, early eighties, uh, kind of goldenrod, beigey type stuff with all these empty offices and cubicles. Wow. And people apparently will wander around in there, sometimes like terminally, apparently. And there are people who have said through a variety of means, which sometimes it is that they are, say, knocked unconscious or, you know, some something like that occurs to them, they find themselves stumbling around lost in this never-ending, creepy, scary 1970s office building. And people have said that they felt, I mean, it's, it's hard for them to know, but they have felt like they've wandered around in there for months. And yet when they come back, only a short period of time has actually elapsed. Wow. It doesn't sound terrifying. <laughs> it does sound terrifying. I don't yep. want to go to a, yeah, no, nope. I don't like that idea. Not at all. It <laughs> sounds awful. That, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, I have yeah, to be like this, better them than me. Okay. But I'd yeah. love to hear the stories. If you have a story about the back rooms, I would love to hear it. I don't want to go personally to the back no. rooms. Thank no, you. this is not Please an invitation. No. <laughs> this is not an invitation to that. But, um, but the fact I, I, I'm always fascinated when different people who don't know one another have these parallel experiences. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Wow. I have never heard that before. No, that's interesting. I'm going to have to check it out. Well, and it's kind of scary for me. I don't know if I even want to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but see, what you have to do is ward yourself. Like, like I always tell my students, my, my, my students in my coven, one of the very first things I ever teach them is whenever you are consuming any material, whether you're reading something, you're watching a video, whatever, because we've talked a little bit about, about how you can, um, you can get energies from recorded material, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You want to state very uh, succinctly that that it is not your intention to invite or do any operation. You are perusing the material only. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're, you're reading a magical grimoire. The first thing you want to do before you even open that book is to say, I do not intend to do any of the operations about which I will read in this book because if you are a good visualizer guess what yes you can can do it oh yeah accidentally yes so that's what i would do is before i even like watch any youtube video or do any sort of research whatsoever just state very clearly that this is not an invitation i am not and you know i'm not trying to go there it is my intention to never go there um, and that helps at least if, if nothing else, it gives me a false sense of security. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like it though. You know, that's great. 
Oh, gosh. There's something to be said for the placebo effect. Absolutely. <laughs> I think it probably does work, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can see where it would. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all about intention, you know? Yeah. Gosh, it's nine o'clock. Okay. It's time for us to go. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh, Kristen, it is. Wowza, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for coming coming on with us. And soon yes, thank we'll you, Kristen. For sure. Thank you, ladies. Thanks uh, to all to to have listened tonight and to all of the troops who may be listening. Thank you for your service and be safe. Yes. And everybody in the chat room, thanks for tuning in. And all you folks out there listening, we appreciate you and look forward to having you back next week. Thank you so much to Para-X for hosting us once again and Sarge, most amazing producer on the planet. Thank you as well for getting us here one more time. Bye, everybody.